Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of what is going on with your love life and what can be done to make it different and better. So I'm going to be uh, talking today about how dating has gotten both harder and easier uh, these days. And before I, I talk about that, though, I want to... God, things are kind of a mess back there, so... Um, I got these um, things to hold up pictures because I have so many uh, of our clients' pictures next to me when I'm working so that I can see um, uh, like clients with their babies. That's Andrea and her baby. She came to us over 40 wanting to have a child and uh, now she has a beautiful baby girl. Um, I have... Uh, um, Angelica and we were actually there when Mario proposed um, Alexandra who just got her uh, PhD so she's now Dr. Alexandra and her husband we were at their wedding um, and Julie and her husband Barry they were at another client's wedding and she came to uh, to join us so Anyway, I have all these pictures of our clients and I want you, when you're watching a video, to be able to see them. And so I got those framed things so that you can see them because I'm always having to pick them off here and they're getting manhandled. And like, uh, anyway, I'll, I'll talk about some other stuff. Anyway, there's a whole bunch of them that I have up here. Here's uh, Marlene, or husband. Okay, but anyway. Um, uh, so we're talking about how dating can be is, is both harder and easier. But before I really talk about how it can be harder, um, I also want to just acknowledge like what is hard. Forget about dating. Like what's just hard about being single for far longer than you want and what what that may stir up. But before we get into how dating is um is both harder and easier, and I'm going to speak to both of those. I, I, I want to acknowledge that when you're single far longer than you want, that certain things start to uh, to happen in your life. The the loneliness becomes not just like a momentary thing; it becomes it, it can be kind of like crushing, right? So the it, it, like when you're single longer than you really want to be. Um, certain things just start to happen. Number one, uh, the loneliness just becomes crushing, right? Because it's not one day, two days, or one week or two weeks uh, near the beach, so you should be all right. Um, but it's it's week after week, it's month after month, it's it's Thanksgiving after Thanksgiving, it's Christmas after Christmas. Like with coming, where where family are like, oh, are you still single? Are you seeing anybody? No, no, no. Yes, I'm still single. Yes, and then, you know, you're so pretty or nice or whatever, and you know, why can't you find a man? And you know, stuff like that, right? So there's that. There's the the. Um, you know, attending other people's weddings and you're always the one like, no, I'm not plus one, it's just me, you know, or just like, just like what's dealing, what we're dealing with now, whether it be COVID or the fires or whatever. And like, you got to figure it all out yourself, right? Like Julie is there and, and um, you know, she's a 
professional. She's a professional coach uh, with us, but also she's a, uh, a nurse. And so she's a badass. She was like in the military and all this type of stuff. But um, but how nice to have your husband like, all right, babe, we're going to pack this stuff. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. And you don't have to make all the decisions and do all the things yourself. Right. Um, so when you're single, it's just everything is on your shoulders. The decisions that are made, the mistakes that are made. Um, and the reality is you're spending a ton more money living as a single person than you would if you were in a relationship. Um, because like, just think about your house, right? Like, could two people live in that house? Probably yes, you know? Um, so just imagine that a whole bunch of things, whether it be insurance or this or that, stuff like that. Um, so it's it, there's a lot of things that come with being single. Now, look, there are some people that are single and they're what we call a contented single. They're single. They love it. They don't want to be anything but single. Um, and for those people, you're probably not watching this video because why would you? Our, our thing is all about helping you go from single to soulmate, helping you go from uh, single and don't want to be to in the relationship that you want. Um, but a lot of people have in their mind this idea of, I'd rather be single than be with a schmuck as if that's some kind of like brilliant statement of awesomeness. That's just obvious. Of course, would I rather eat food or would I rather eat a bowl of shit? Of course, I'd rather eat food than a bowl of shit. Like, of course, you'd rather be single than in a relationship with a schmuck, right? Um, um, Great. I'm going to talk about, uh, I'm not going to be sharing opinions. I'm going to be sharing uh, experience uh, and research-based coaching uh, because opinions are a dime a dozen and they're worth every penny. <laughs> so I'm going to tell you, we've been doing this for 15 years, work with thousands of women. I have more um, I have more of these wedding pictures to show you of our clients than I have time in this video or space on that wall. Um, and that's not an accident. I'm not telling you that because I'm so great. I'm just telling you that this, this process that is very unique that we take people through, uh, the love breakthrough process to break through where you're at, develop mastery over yourself, develop mastery over love, develop mastery over your life, that process, that journey, that, that um, uh, path is a, uh, an unusual path, but it's, it's a proven path that works. So anyway, I say all that to say, I am going to speak to that, um, but it's not just going to be my opinion because for that you can just chill out with your girlfriend and chit chat and you know stuff like that. So anyway, um, I, I'm, I'm just before I even get into how dating is is harder these days, uh, I, I'm just acknowledging that life is harder as a single person. Life is harder from a physical standpoint because you have to do everything um, and stuff like that. And so what that can do is that can shrink your uh, mind about the possibilities. Like I was talking about before, like would you rather eat a nice bowl of food or a bowl of shit? Well, obviously you'd wanna eat a bowl of food. So like, would I rather be single or be in a relationship with a schmuck where I lose myself, he steals uh, from me, he cheats on me? Well, obviously be single. The question really is, is that really your only two choices? Like you have to open up your mind to the idea and the reality that there actually is another choice, which is to get into a relationship with a great 
person, with a soulmate, with a high quality, commitment-minded, emotionally mature man. And so when I offer that as a third choice, people go, yeah, but where is it? How can I find it? That is the issue right there. It's not single or, or be with a schmuck. Those are like, yes, being single is better than being with a schmuck, but is that really what you want? to be single. If you are, then you're a contented single and you're probably not in our ecosystem here, like, you know, watching a video, listening to a podcast, because that's not you. You're looking to go from single to soulmate. So now the question is, well, if there is a door number three, how do I get to that door number three? And as long as you insist that the reason why you're not with this awesome guy is because guys stink, life stinks, uh, I'm too old, I'm too fat, all of those things, you're completely powerless. You're just powerless. There's nothing you can do about that. Um, and so, but once you start to open up to the idea that, huh, so like people are getting married to high quality guys right now. We've put in our Facebook group here, like women who, who worked with us in our program and are meeting guys right now in the middle of COVID, not just meeting them and like Zoom, like, you know, catfishy falling in love, like having relationships right now. How is that possible? How is it possible that whatever age you are, we have clients that are meeting guys at that age who are not single and like cast offs, but like amazing amazing guys who they're happy to be with. How is that possible? So once you open up to that, you actually don't want to have your choices be just stay single for the rest of my life, die old alone, or be in a relationship with a schmuck that feels like I'm eating a bowl of shit. And you want that third one, then it's a question of, of like, how serious are you about this? Like if you only want to have a great relationship, if the way to get there is free, cheap, and easy, then you're going to attract free, cheap, and easy thinking guys because you think free, cheap, and easy. And so, of course, you're not gonna meet a high-quality, commitment-minded man because high-quality, commitment-minded people can recognize each other. And if they see someone who's all about free, cheap, and easy, the guy's gonna run the other way. You're never even gonna see him. You're only going to see Mr. Free, Cheap, and Easy and all of his buddies who are free, cheap, and easy. So that brings us to how dating is harder these days. Um, here is the thing that's happening. There are two things happening at the same time. There's obviously a ton of different factors, but I'm going to zero in on two things that are happening. Uh, number one, you as a, as a responsible, professional badass woman have raised your standard. You do not just want a warm body. You actually want someone who um, respects you, appreciates you, adores you even, cherishes you, is committed to you, is good at talking to you about your life because he actually cares about your life. Uh, a man who wants to be your protector, your provider, your champion, your hero, a man who's a man, right? And so your standards have grown, right? 
you're, you're, uh, nowadays women are doing things that simply weren't possible or at least weren't easy a hundred years ago, right? There's more women entering law school now in most law schools. I don't know if this is in everyone. In most law schools, there's more women entering law school than men. So what does that mean? Same thing for, for medical school and a lot of professions. There are now, in some professions, there are actually more new women entering that profession. So what does that mean? It means your earning power is going higher. It means that your professional accomplishments are being more. So what does that mean? You have high expectations for yourself and for others, right? Why? Because you have invested time, energy, effort, uh, and money into bettering yourself professionally, right? And so because you have, have committed in real way, not just in words, but in real way to better yourself professionally, maybe you hired a business coach to get your business off the ground. Maybe you hired a career coach to make sure that you uh, keep rising up in the, on, on the ladder. Hey, Ramona from Atlanta, right on. Awesome. Um, so, so, your expectations are higher. It's not just like, hey, uh, he's got a job and he's reasonably nice to me. Um, that's it. We're going to be married forever. No, your, your expectations are higher and they should be higher. But here's the other thing that's happening. And this is a real thing. The other thing that's happening is that the high, the men that qualify as high quality men, they're simply less of these days. Does that mean there's none? No, that means there's less of. Why is that? There's a ton of reasons. There's economic forces that make uh, um, men have less opportunities to be able to provide for a family in a way that they maybe could 50 years ago, but now they can't. So the person who is a machine shop worker who could be an awesome guy, uh, great provider, 50, 70 years ago, he could provide for a family just from that salary. He can't do that now. And so uh, the guys are looking less, um, less appealing. And then there's other things. The free, cheap, and easy girls and, uh, you know, the, the free, cheap, and easy chick or cool chick, which I've spoken to several uh, times here, the women who see themselves as free, cheap, and easy and act like free, cheap, and easy, they throw themselves at guys because they think that the guy is the prize and that's how they, they uh, do it. Uh, that's how they, they come across. Um, they are throwing themselves at guys. So you're taking a bunch of guys out of the, the, the pool because... There's so many women that are free, cheap, and easy that they're like, why would I get into a relationship when I've got this woman who will sleep with me anytime I want just because I, you know, text her or something like that, right? So the free, cheap, and easy people attract each other. Now, if that has been you in the past where you've attracted uh, broke guys, guys who don't want to to step up, they don't want to do anything really special for you. That's a good awareness that you basically have been in the free, cheap and easy zone and it's time to step out of that and start to treat yourself and your love life the way you treat your professional life, which is, all right, I got to put some attention in this. I got to put some effort in this. I got to put some money in this. I got to actually up my game when it comes to my love life. So you've got guys that are being taken out of the market by being addicted to video games, being addicted to porn, being addicted to whatever, 
and 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 guys that are being taken out of the market because they don't know how to be a man today. Now, that's a whole other topic that I'm not really going to get into, but it is a real thing that the you're a woman who's looking for a man and the a lot of the guys have have lost understanding of how to be a man, how to be masculine, right? Now, does that mean all the guys have lost that? No. But that means that a lot of the guys have lost that. So because of the larger economic forces, because of the addictions to video games, porn, vaping, whatever the hell, uh, drugs, whatever, uh, because of the um, number of, of women that really don't know how to be a high value, a high value woman and how to attract a high value, high quality man. They're, they're throwing their sexuality or just their, their whatever, their, their mindset is free, cheap and easy. You see that in, in people looking for, well, I want X. I want the freest, cheapest, easiest thing to get X. Well, you know what? If X is something of high value to you, you are not going to walk into Walmart and walk out with a Tiffany engagement ring. It's just not gonna happen. That's nothing against Walmart. It's just they don't sell what you want there. So if you're approaching this whole area of your life, your love life as I want to walk in to Walmart and walk out with a Tiffany ring. You're just not being emotionally mature enough to recognize that that's not how the, the world works, you know? So if you're walking into a free, cheap and easy relationship because you've watched some YouTube videos or, or got some tips from some blog or something like that, and you're like, why isn't my whole life transformed from that? You're walking into Walmart and expecting to walk out with a Tiffany ring. It just doesn't, you know, line up. You got Kool-Aid, uh, uh, you're, you're thinking of spending Kool-Aid money to get champagne. It just doesn't work like that. And so the thought process needs to be, look, I have been successful in my career. Why have I been successful in my career? because I have I've been willing to do whatever it takes. Maybe you're a single mom and you have raised your kids successfully as you can. As successfully as you can, you've pulled rabbits out of the hat. I was raised by a largely single mom and my mom pulled rabbits out of the hat in order to make sure that we, we still had a roof over our head and still had food. So that is because you were committed to doing that and you were willing to do whatever it takes, right? Maybe you got a degree, maybe you got an advanced degree, maybe you got a doctorate, a, 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 a law degree or whatever, but you were willing to do whatever it took, which means taking out loans, which means uh, putting things on credit, which means staying up late at night, which means studying past the time that it was easy, which means setting aside watching TV so you can study some more. So you were willing to put forth energy, effort. Um, you're willing to invest uh, money and time, all of that stuff, because the thing is important. Now you're looking at the pool of men and there are less high quality men out there, but you're still trying to approach it like free, cheap and easy. And that's just not going to work. You've got more women with higher expectations and higher standards as they should be chasing for lack of a better term it's not really chasing but chasing less high quality men 
because of the larger economic forces, the fact that a lot of guys are like, oh, they're so flowy, they don't really know how to be a man and be masculine. Um, a lot of that comes from the masculine feminine dynamics are off and you as the woman are the relationship establisher and the relationship navigator. So if you don't have any clue how to establish a healthy masculine feminine dynamic, even the guy who might have been more masculine is going to drop into being more feminine and he's going to be like, oh, I don't have time. You set it up. You make the date. All that stuff. And what do you really want? You just want a man to make a plan that takes you into consideration, not like let's do this thing that I want to do, but I don't care what you want, but actually make a plan to like surprise you, take you out on a date you know, wine and dine and romance you, right? It doesn't have to do with money. It has to do with putting forth effort and energy and attention. But if you're approaching the whole area of your life as I have higher expectations, but I'm going to put forth a low amount of energy and you can measure energy by the two things that are really easy to count with energy of time and money that's not gonna match. It's just not gonna happen. And so it is, dating is harder now because you have higher expectations as a woman and you've been told by society to put forth a minimal amount of effort to this because the only way society is telling you to put forth effort is to chase a guy, which is totally wrong, is to become magnetic to a high quality man. And if you don't know how to do that, then that is the place where you want to put your, your focus. How can I do that? And if the way you're approaching it is, I want to learn how to do that the freest, cheapest, easiest way possible, it's not going to work. That's like walking into Walmart and saying, I want a Tiffany ring because I saw the Tiffany ring. I have the Tiffany ring on my vision board. My girlfriend's got a Tiffany ring and I want a Tiffany ring. Which aisle is the Tiffany rings? And they're telling you, we don't have that here. In other words, that low level of investment of time, energy, attention, effort, money, that low level will not get you the high level relationship and man and experience that you want. Should it be like this? Heck no. Heck no. You know what else shouldn't be? Let me set, tell you what else shouldn't be. Uh, there's a lot of things. There shouldn't be pollution. There shouldn't be, you know, like name the thing that's crappy in the world and should it be? No. Okay, now that we've established that it shouldn't be like that, what are we going to do, right? Um, and Ramona, uh, after 40 divorce, it's difficult to find a guy that actually wants marriage again uh, and wait for sex. I value waiting much more than most at my age of 44. Yeah, well, here's the thing. We have clients that are getting married over 40s. I showed you earlier, um, Andrea, who came to us over 40, I can't remember the exact age, over 40 and wanted to have a child. Not just have a child, but have a child with her soulmate, um, where both wanted the child, were happy, ecstatic, and all that type of stuff. So as a smart woman, she worked at, she was a, um, I forget, she got a graduate degree of something, and she was working at a university. Anyway, really brilliant uh, woman. So successful in her career, but looking at like, Okay, this hasn't happened so far. Well, what have I done to advance my career? I studied and I learned, not from 
my buddy who's sitting on the couch talking about his or her theories about things, but someone who's actually doing it, right? Um, so the question isn't what's wrong with men these days, because what's wrong with men these days is there's a lot. You know what? There's a lot wrong with women too. There's a lot wrong with the world, with politics, with economics, whatever. There's a lot wrong. The question is, can you tell the difference between the guy who's all wrong but saying the right things and the guy who's all right and saying the right things? Can you tell the difference between that? And if you don't know how to tell the difference in that, that means you got to work on your picker. And if you knew what to do about that, you would have already done it long as you've been trying. So that's where bringing in experts comes in. And again, if you're walking in to let me find the cheapest, the absolute cheapest way to get advice, get a book. It's 12 bucks, 15 bucks, 20 bucks. Now, does that apply to you in your life and your unique circumstances? No, it's very generic. Can you ask a book a question? No, the author just put it out there. And a lot of times, I mean, I know there's one prominent relationship expert, a lot of them who are like divorce, 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 they don't tell you that, right? And I'm not saying that getting married and divorce is a, is a disqualifier. I've been married and divorced, so is Lara, so is a lot of our, our, our clients um, and our coaches. But it's the awareness of like, okay, I was at the scene of the crime, so to speak, multiple times, so maybe it has something to do with me. Not in a blaming way, but in a, I can take responsibility. Like if I created that, I can create something else. So it is more difficult these days to date, but I want you to think of it this way. If there are 20 single guys in your age range, in your geographic location, and they're all in one room, 20 single guys, all in your age range, all, all, uh, geographically desirable, right? They're in your geographic area. 15 of them are knuckleheads. They are either cheaters or losers or narcissists or whatever, or just flat out like total, like abusers, just whatever. That all falls under the category of knucklehead. If 15 of the 20 are knuckleheads and three of them are good guys and two of them are dreamboats. What's gonna make the difference between you talking to, flirting with, having conversations with, going on dates with, getting into relationships with one of the 15 guys who are the majority, let's acknowledge, or the three good guys or the two dreamboats? What's gonna make the difference? Is it the number of guys in the room? No, everybody has the same thing. But what is it that will make the difference? you, your knowledge, your information, your vibration, because men can tell based on the words you use and don't use the things you say and don't say the way you look at him and the way you don't look at him, the way you move your body, the cadence of your words. It's not just the words you choose. It's the cadence of your words. He can tell, are you a healthy, high value woman? Are you a healthy, feminine woman who is radiant and attractive and a woman that I might want to build my life with? Or are you just someone to have some fun with, right? 
he can actually tell that. He may not be able to point that out in terms of like writing it down on a, on a questionnaire, but he can feel it. Just like you have some degree of being able to tell. The question is, you've been fooled by love before, so you have to up your being able to tell, right? Your picker. You have to fix your picker. This is what we work with uh, clients on, is fixing your picker, having what's called the, the, the kind of wonky name is a clear decision-making framework for picking guys. Because here's the thing, when you are radiantly attractive and feminine, effortlessly feminine, you have a clear decision-making framework. In other words, your picker is not broken and you are, have become your own soulmate first to the extent that you know that you are the prize, not him, dating actually becomes easier. Why does it become easier? Because you can spot the 15 knuckleheads a mile away and you waste as little time with possible as possible with them. And instead, in that room of 20 people, you look at the 15 knuckleheads and you literally don't even see them. So if you're not seeing the 15 knuckleheads and you're only seeing the five guys, three of them who are good guys and two of them who are dreamboats, what have you got? You've got five times as many husbands as you're actually looking for. You got two times as many absolute perfect dreamboats, two times what you, you only want one husband, right? We're not doing the, the poly thing here. We just do the one committed thing. So you only want the one husband, but you got twice as many dreamboats in the room and, and three other guys that are good guys that may be dreamboats if you learn more about them. That's why dating is easier. Dating can become easier. We had a client recently, just I just posted about it a few days ago, said it's raining men. I'm grateful. And you know what? Here's the thing. There are good guys out there. And if you're not seeing them, if you're only attracting guys who only want sex, who are broke, who don't want to put forth an effort, I'm going to say this and I'm going to say this with just lots of love and respect in my heart. It's not him. It's you. Because you're inviting it in, you're allowing it in, and you're putting out a vibration that makes him think, that he has a possible chance with you. That doesn't mean you're not a good person. Hear me. That doesn't mean you're not a good person. That doesn't mean that that's what you deserve. You actually deserve to have real love. But you don't know that you're sending out a signal that says, maybe it says I'm free, cheap, and easy, girl. Maybe that's what the signal is. Or the signal of, I have no idea how to pick men. So I'm hoping that my words will keep you at bay so that I don't lose myself because once I get in, I have no idea how to discern if you're a good man or not. Most women's online dating profiles broadcast their insecurities and broadcast how inexperienced they are with men. That's why they attract a ton of scammers and stuff like that. Now, scammers will will go to everybody but if you're doing online dating and you're getting a lot of of complete zeros that's because you're broadcasting your insecurities you're broadcasting your lack of knowledge about men and you're broadcasting how you don't know how to pick good men and that is attractive to not good men because they know that you're not going to be able to tell the difference between when he's lying to you and when he's telling you the truth so um, 
Well, Ramona, you said um, uh, you've never been married and no kids, but you still would like a child and it's hard to find that. Yes. Here's the thing. It is hard. That's what I'm saying. Dating is harder and easier. It is harder when you're trying to do the same thing over and over and you're trying to get different results. Yes, it is absolutely harder. Like we talked about before, you go into that room of 20 single people, 20 single guys in your age range, in your geographic location, 15 of them are knuckleheads. Boom, that's the majority. But why are you getting into a relationship with one of those guys? Why are you even seeing them as relationship material? And here's the thing I want you to get. Why is he seeing you as relationship material? Why is that? Because he can tell that you don't value yourself enough to recognize that he's totally beneath you. Completely beneath you. But if you don't know that he's beneath you, he figures, I got a chance here. Say this little slick thing and that little slick thing and she'll go for it because clearly she has no idea how to pick a, what's a good guy from a bad guy and I can tell that from every her whole beingness, the words she says, the things she doesn't say, the way she looks at me, the way she doesn't look at me, the way she talks about her life, all of that stuff I can tell that she really has no idea what she's doing and that is attractive to that kind of a guy. What you want to do is you want to look at um, you want to get to the point where you can tell those guys a mile away and it's not going to be head knowledge. One of the reasons why we have therapists, psychotherapists, um, uh, anyway, therapists of different type who have a lot of head knowledge, you know, uh, come to us as clients is because head knowledge and lived experience are two very different things. Now, I do tons of, of research on masculine, feminine dynamics, healthy relationships and stuff like that. But I'll tell you one thing, none of that by itself will change the actual dynamics of a relationship unless you have something that you can grasp onto that's lived experience. So I can quote to you this quote, this stat or that research and stuff like that, and you can have little factoids of knowledge and it will do nothing for you. How do you know? Because Google is free. You can get information about research studies, about relationships from all over the world. You could be reading that stuff 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and it won't change your lived experience because you need not just to know that it's possible, but you need to know that it's possible for you. And then you need to know how to apply it right now in your life, given your certain circumstances that are unique uh, based on your experience. That is a completely different kettle of fish, isn't it? Or yeah, kettle of fish. I don't know why I came up with that. So, um, so recognize that Ramona, you're saying it's hard to find. Yes, it is. Now the question is, are you willing to do what's what's hard? Or are you only expecting it to come to you when it's easy? That's the reality of this scenario, is that if you want to learn how to do something that you haven't done before, it's a good idea to go to someone who has traveled that path before, who has helped other people uh, do that as well. But recognize this, this is about this is about empowering yourself it's not about blaming yourself 
if you want to keep doing the same things and then expecting a different result, then when I give you the opportunity, here's a key to a, something, a completely different life, you're gonna say, oh, you're blaming me. No, I'm saying you didn't have the knowledge, the information, the strategy, the, 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 um, the vibration within yourself, the way to make decisions, what, what we call your decision-making framework, the understanding of what it really takes to establish a healthy, thriving, passionate relationship because if all you've had is crummy relationships and I talk to you about a committed monogamous thriving passionate relationship where you respect each other love each other adore each other you think I'm talking about something from outer space right and the thing is this is not only my daily life being married to a woman for for being together for 20 years, married almost 20 years, and more in love with her now than I was when I first started dating her and I was weak in the knees, that's not an accident. That's because Lara, as the relationship establisher and navigator, knew how to attract in the guy who was commitment-minded, emotionally mature, and looking for a woman to build his life with. I was looking for my soulmate, whether I use those terms or not, and, and the men that our clients attract were looking for their soulmate, whether they use those terms or not. But the woman knew that she is the relationship establisher and navigator, and if she wants excellence, she got to be prepared for excellence. You're not going to be in the pros and practice what amateurs do. Serena Williams didn't become the best tennis player and one of the best athletes of all time by hanging around with her friends at the local tennis club complaining about how hard it is to get better at tennis. It just, it, I mean, you want to start applying things that you see in other areas of your life to your love life because society will tell you as a woman, all of these feelings of loneliness, all of these feelings that you're having of, um, you know, you want to have someone to hold you, to, to share life with, you want to have someone to share a sunset with. We had some incredible like lightning and, and sunset the other day here. And you know what? What It was awesome, but what was really awesome is that Laura and I got to share that together. We went to, to Paris for Laura's 50th birthday. She wanted to go to Paris for her 50th. She said, I want to turn 50 on French soil. So I made that happen for, for her, for us. So um, uh, you know what was great about that? It's not just that she was there on French soil when she turned 50. It was because we were there together. Because she wanted to have a picnic on the Dordogne River with her soulmate. And I brought that for her. Picnic stuff and things like that. We did it together. But I mean, you know, I drove that to make that happen because I knew that that was something that she wanted. So whatever it is you want in life, is it going to be enhanced and better with someone by your side? You got to be real about that. Of course it is. We're all going to get old. But is it better to get old alone or better to get old with someone by your side? Have you seen The Notebook? Right? And you say, oh, that's just a movie. Yes. In, yeah, some aspects of it. Sure, it's just a movie. But getting old and, and having somebody there who loves you to be with you no matter what, that shit is real. That's a reality of life that is a door number three. It's another option. Grow old alone 
by yourself because you have no idea how to have something other than a crappy relationship. In other words, do I want to eat food? Do I want to eat a bowl of shit? Well, clearly eat food. Clearly be alone if your only other choice is be with a schmucky relationship. But there's a whole other opportunity. There's a door number three. There's a completely different way. And that is the path, what we call the path of the love warrior. You actually learn how to become your own soulmate first, see yourself as the prize, emanate that because you're feminine and radiant and attractive to high quality men and a turn off to low quality men. You don't live in free, cheap, and easy zone anymore. You're out of that neighborhood. You're into the high quality, high value neighborhood and a high quality, commitment-minded, emotionally mature man will start to see you as a woman that he might want to build a life with. And then it actually becomes easier because you have solid, uh, you have a solid path to follow. So, um, Hey, if you have questions, remember this is an AMA question. So AMA, ask me anything. So ask your question here. Um, I've, uh, I've seen broke guys in the early thirties. There's a lot of guys in whatever age range that are uh, either broke or they act broke or they're broke emotionally in, in terms of their masculinity. And I'm always going to go back to, yeah, they're going to be there. The question is, are you looking at how and why it is that you're attracting that type of guy instead of the guy who's in his 30s and like is looking for uh, a woman to build his life with. Let me see who's a, uh, you know, I really don't know. Uh, I can't remember how old, but I mean, Mario is a solid, this is uh, Angelica's uh, fiance. He's a solid dude. I think he's in his 30s. Um, and he was looking for a woman to build his life with. So how is it that, that Angelica attracted him, whereas before she wasn't having that experience? She was able to bring her preparation up to the level of her expectations. So your, her expectations were high, maybe your expectations are high, but your preparation is very low. So you gotta bring your preparation up to the level of your expectation. And when you do that, then dating becomes easy because you're gonna have more choices. Because those guys who are the high quality, commitment-minded, serious guys, they're having a hard time finding women that are serious, who take themselves and their dreams and their desires seriously. Because what a high quality man wants to do is deliver your dreams to you. You heard me talk about uh, taking Laura to, to, to France for her 50th, right? And I can tell you bunches of examples of, of things of what our clients have their guys do for them because, um, uh, because they were the woman who was establishing and navigating a healthy masculine feminine dynamic and the man just can't do enough for her. I can't do enough for, for Laura because she knows how to wield that power uh, very responsibly. So we, we have a saying in our community, with great power comes great responsibility. You have a lot more power than you realize, but you've been tricked by society into thinking that he's got the power and all you have is the ability to wear a shorter skirt, lose 10 pounds, complain about men and hope to get lucky. You have a lot more power than you than you realize. Um, if you want to really talk, if you want to really explore 
where you've been, but more importantly, what you want and how to get there as quickly as possible. It may be time for you to have a love breakthrough assessment call one-on-one -on -one with Lara. Um, she's a doctor. She's going to do a professional assessment. She's a chiropractic doctor. She's going to do a professional assessment of your love life uh, terrain, like what is going on in your life, what is your experience right now, and what is it that you really want. And if what you want and your preparation, if there's a big gap there, we'll see what is it that will help you make up that gap as quickly as possible. Maybe it's working with us, maybe it's not. Um, and not everybody that books a, a uh, call is even going to be invited to work with us. It really is about how serious are you uh, about transforming your life into having a completely different life. We're not going to get on the phone and argue with you about how your way is is so great and stuff like that because you already know that your way is not working. That's okay. There's no shame in that. That's just reality, right? We do the best we can with what we know until we know better, right? So if you want to learn really what is possible for you and you want to start pursuing a door number three, you want to pursue something that is different than your experience, then go to johnnyandlara.com forward slash apply and apply for a love breakthrough assessment. Now, here's the thing. You're going to want to book that call and then there's a short uh, form to fill out. Take about two minutes where you answer some questions that will help her understand uh, you a little bit better and help her prepare for the call a little bit better. Now, I'm going to apologize in advance because depending on when you're looking at this, most of the time there's only a few appointments available because her schedule is packed and we have a wait list and stuff like that. But if you see an appointment time on there, I recommend that you grab it and then you start to rearrange things around it because that is where women go to change their lives. If you're okay with where you're at, don't bother to book a call. If you're like, well, it would be nice, don't bother to book a call. But if you're at a place where you're serious, about wanting to change your life. Like, look, you got other things in place, your career, your finances, whatever. You're cooking with all that, but your love life is like pulling up the rear, something awful. Um, then this is the place where you wanna be, is, is have a breakthrough. And you wanna block out time, an hour, two hours, whatever it is, because most of the calls happen within an hour, but sometimes it takes two hours to really get um, clear on where you are, what you want, and whether you're prepared to have it and how to get there. Like I said, maybe it's with our support and mentorship. I don't know if you're a candidate for that, and Laura will do a full assessment of that. Uh, but whether you are or not, you're going to leave with a lot of value, whether it be uh, resources from us or somebody else, you're going to leave with a lot of value. But you only want to book that call if you're serious about changing your life. If you wanna just chit chat with someone, definitely call up a girlfriend, but don't uh, book a call here because we wanna leave space available for women that are serious about getting off of whatever road they've been on and get onto the right road. Let's see about questions. Um, we've got the power, absolutely. I don't know if I'm pronouncing your name, Mulu. Uh, which one is better, a person who is close where I live or far? It really depends. It's not a, it's not a, a, uh, a question that matters. We have, women that have um, met their guy from far away. Um, Alexandra actually was in Washington State. She had moved from the Bay Area to Washington State and her 
uh, now husband, Martin, was uh, living in the Bay Area and traveling to Washington State. Anyway, so they were many states away from California to Washington State, and anyway, they're, they're together now. Um, we have other people that live uh, in the same teeny tiny small town. We have one uh, woman that I'm thinking of now lived in a teeny tiny town in Tennessee. I always like to say that because of the alliteration. Teeny tiny town in Tennessee. She was like, you don't understand, Johnny and Laura. I actually know all the single men in my town. Anyway, um, she met and married her soulmate. They've been married, I think it's like nine years. I can't remember. I think it's nine years. But anyway, they've been married a long time now. Uh, we've been doing this for 15 years. So we have like, there's kids that are born who are like in junior high school now and, you know, stuff like that because of uh, the women working with us, finding their sweetheart, having babies and stuff like that. Um, so big city, small town, whatever it is, it doesn't really matter. What really matters is how are you making a decision? So whether someone lives near or far is one of those low quality um, decision making tools like the calendar, like chemistry, um, like common interest. These are low quality decision making tools that a lot of people use. Well, we've been going together for this long. Well, we've got certain common interests. Um, you know, that kind of thing. Those are low quality decision making tools. And the question isn't near or far. The question is, how are you choosing him? How are you seeing yourself? Uh, all of that stuff that be that begins the preparation. Are you showing up both online, in person, whatever, as a confident, radiant, feminine and attractive woman. And I don't mean like physical attraction, although whatever, that's nice too. But are you a force of attraction? If you're not a force of attraction or you don't even know what I'm talking about, if you don't know what I'm talking about, then, or if you only think I'm talking about sexuality, it simply means you don't understand how to be feminine and attractive and attracted to healthy masculine. And that's okay, you can learn that. That's what we do, that's what we help people uh, do, help women do, is learn how to basically wield that power, like first access that power, and then wield that power to be feminine, radiant, and have the courage to live your life, the life that you really wanna live. Uh, I'm gonna bounce now, but uh, it's been a long episode, so hope you enjoyed. Bye for now. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. If you like what you heard and would love even more in-depth material, be sure to join our free Facebook group, The Love Breakthrough for Single Women. It's an awesome place full of positive women who are committed to having a breakthrough in their love life right now and to attracting the man of their dreams and living their happily ever after with him. In this Facebook community, you'll receive daily practical advice through posts, Facebook Lives, interaction with me and Laura, as well as our coaches. Just head on over to singletosoulmate.com forward slash group. That's singletosoulmate.com forward slash group. If you love your life, but really do not love your love life, and you're serious about changing the direction that your love life is going, you're gonna love this group. We're very careful about who we accept, so it's filled with smart, savvy, professional single women just like you. Also, if you like this podcast, please be sure to hit the subscribe button and leave us a review. Let us know what you love or just even like about the podcast. And when you leave us a quick, honest review, that helps other awesome women just like you discover this podcast and helps them learn, live, and love better, just like you're learning right now.